Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Welcome to this KGNW broadcast special, Heart of the City. Pastors, ministry leaders, and churches have received a call to serve their communities with the love and compassion of Christ. The call is from God's heart to the heart of the city. Well, this is Heart of the City. I'm Chuck Olmsted, the Director of Local Ministry Development for AM820. The Word, that's our new uh, branding statement, as they call it in marketing. We are now known as The Word Seattle. So uh, welcome today to Heart of the City. I have some special guests with me uh, today. In fact, for the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about an organization called Children of the Nations. And I have a special place in my heart for Children of the Nations. And uh, we generally like to, to talk to pastors and ministry leaders about why they do what they do and have them share their personal stories. And we're going to do a little bit of that uh, during the next couple of weeks. But I also want to know more about the, an organization and the people behind an organization uh, and why they do what they do and how the Lord has challenged them to, uh, to minister to a broader, uh, uh, a broader group of people than beyond Seattle. And uh, uh, Children of the Nations uh, is located over in Silverdale, and uh, it's a wonderful organization that does some great work. And uh, with me today is uh, Jim Barker and Kirsty Weeks, and uh, welcome today to uh, Heart of the City. Thank you. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Word. There we go. Well, uh, thanks for joining me. You know, I was listening to uh, one of our local hosts, or actually one of our national hosts the other day, and he was interviewing someone talking about impact investing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, the idea behind this is, is that more and more millennials and more investors are thinking about the social impact of what they're investing into yeah. uh, when it comes to the stock market, when it comes to the businesses they're investing into. And I got to thinking about that because the same thing is true with, with our discretionary income, if you will, those things that we're giving to, and the fact that uh, what we and the organizations we invest into are very important and how they're impacting a city and impacting the world. And so I thought about Children of the Nations, recognizing that, that there is an impact that's going on and that as, as people are giving they need to consider the impact investing that they're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Kirsty, tell me a little bit about Children of the Nations and what do you do for them? Sure. So Children of the Nations is a blessing to work for. They're doing amazing things in Africa and the Caribbean. We're working in five countries. And our big heart, our mission is to reach the most destitute orphaned children in the world. And we do that on a daily basis. It's an honor to work for them because we're... We're reaching kids that not everyone sees, not everyone knows about. In fact, very few people would think about on a daily basis. And with my job, I, got, I get to not only think about them, I get to serve them by helping uh, make connections with churches and local businesses, and not just local businesses, but organizations throughout our nation. 
and help them know more about us and uh, to get excited about some of the things we're doing in our countries and then uh, get them on our on our team, get them supporting mm-hmm. us in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a big part of our job here is just sharing what we do and getting people on board, inviting them to, to join in on what we're already doing. Jim, how about you? I agree. Kirstie, I was so impressed with your story about how you came to Children of the Nations. Yeah, last summer. Yeah, I uh, I met one of our one of our children. She's who's no longer a child. She's a young woman, and she's from Malawi. Her name's Lazita, and she was working at a summer camp that I actually live at here in uh, over in Polsbo. And I met her, and she told me that when she was six, she lost everything, had no hope. And she found Children of the Nations, found Jesus, found an education, health, and now she has a college education, which is mm. um, something that not very many people in the world get to have. But then to see that someone who had nothing get everywhere, I always said, who are those people and how do I help them? Because mm-hmm. that's a team I want to be on. Yeah. Well, and I think people want to, uh, our listeners want to have a practical impact on, on the on the things that they're they're giving for, right? Sometimes you see, uh, um, you know, organizations, and you might get a piece in the mail or something like that, and you you don't really know who they are or what they're about. Yeah. And the thing that I like about Children of the Nations and talking about them here in Seattle is that you are our neighbors, you are our friends, you attend our church. But yet you have a, an impact on, with people, with children all over the world. Yeah. And that's exciting to know that my investment is going into a local company, a local ministry, uh, but is impacting, has a worldwide impact. Exactly. Very excited that Charity Navigator gives us a four-star rating because this ministry is uh, in year 22. So that's why the Lazitas that came as orphans, once they get in into our program, they're no longer orphans. They're part of a family. Mm-hmm. And this really is a movement of people committed to changing these lives. Yeah. And uh, it's just so exciting. Uh, I stepped into this role as community development manager at the beginning of the year. And it has been amazing to look at all the hundreds of volunteers and uh, groups in this area that uh, have been involved with Children of the Nations for years. Yeah. And so it's my job to get out there and to meet with them. Uh, whether it's churches, civic groups, uh, the Rotary, uh, Scouts, VBS. Uh, it's just so exciting to see that this story has continued. Yes, it birthed 22 years ago, and people can see the fruit of this investment. And uh, it's just the most exciting thing I've ever been a part of. And I'm a native Seattleite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, on a daily basis, about how many children get fed uh, through Children of the Nations? Well, we serve about 5,000 kids a day, mm-hmm. yeah, and we have three different uh, sponsor programs. They're either in our children's homes, they're in village partnerships, or they're in our university program. And so uh, that's how we uh, work in the villages, uh, you know, providing food. We do our meal packaging. We just did, a, we did an event in December up in Skagit County. Uh, in January, we did a big one in Bellevue. And the, getting these meals packaged so they can be sent overseas so that it's, it's there uh, for e- emergencies when uh, when there's a drought. You know, uh, our founder was in Uganda just uh, a week or so ago, sent a prayer request to us, pray for rain in Uganda. Yeah. Uh, and Malawi has uh, 
food security is their number one issue there. Mm -hmm. And so we can't pack too many meals. They will get to their destination. They will get consumed. And that's where it starts. We have to rescue, we raise, and then we launch. So Lazita that Kirsty talks about, she was rescued as an orphan. She was raised, and now she's launched. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I had an opportunity to travel uh, to the Dominican Republic with Children of the Nations, and I was up in a, uh, it's called a bati. Yeah, that's uh, it. <laughs> which is a, I'll call it a village, okay? Yeah. It's a lot e- easier for me to say. Uh, and uh, in one of the schools, and there in one of the storage areas where, uh, they had some of the meals, the packaged, prepackaged meals that they were prepared to, you know, distribute to the children. And it was exciting to see, you know, what was packed here locally. Yeah. And some of the local churches there in a small village in the Dominican Republic helping to feed children. That's one of the things that really is most uh, exciting when we package meals. We say, okay, give us your email. We're going to send you pictures of mm-hmm. when we hand these meals over to our kids and we'll post videos of this actually happening and so churches and and civic groups and these partners they're able to actually see where they're hands-on i'm packing a meal today and then a few months down the road get to see those received in the hands of our of our kids yeah and we're going to talk later on in the program uh, uh, with uh, with Jackie Lang uh, about uh, you know how a church actually goes through that process of uh, packing meals and uh, just to learn a little bit more about that. But uh, uh, I was I was looking on the website, and it's cotni.org, and, and looking at the, the vision and the mission statement of the organization and, and what you want to do. You talk about holistic care. What does that mean, holistic care for a child? Holistic care uh, is four elements of health, so physical, spiritual, educational, and emotional health, which is huge for these double orphans, those experiencing trauma, and we we make sure we're caring for all of those when we say holistic. Yeah, yeah, their social needs, their physical needs, <laughs> yeah, educational there needs. There you go. Yeah, and... and uh, and I think that spiritual aspect is really critical as well, isn't it? That that you're, you know, you're you're providing for these children on all levels, not just the the physical level, but the social and and spiritual level as well. Well, that really uh, helps our sustainability efforts when you think about it, because we can give someone a meal and then never talk to them again, and that meal's digested and gone over the course of a day. But when we start to invest. In those four elements of holistic health, we're investing in their in their future and their overall happiness, as opposed to just giving a handout for a one-time event. Mm-hmm. The, the the thing that impressed me in the Dominican Republic is the relationship that that the organization had with pastors, local pastors and churches. That yeah. it wasn't just this NGO coming in and just saying here it is, but working with local churches to make these things happen. That's what happens, Chuck, is we want to make the people in country the heroes. When we go visit, when we deliver meals, we want them to shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, if, if people want to know more about uh, Children of the Nations, how do they get a hold of you? What do they do? Well, they can call us. We're right in Silverdale. We're not mm-hmm. that far away at 360-698-7227. They can email us. My email address is jimbarker at cotni.org. 
What could be easier? <laughs> and they can even stop by our office. We'd love to, to have them come by, give them some information. Um, I'm there most days of the week. Jim's there a few times a week as well. So we'd love to meet you guys, get you connected, um, find different ways to, to get you onboarded. And that's what's really cool is that people can actually go and meet you all and uh, know where their money's uh, being invested and then be able to see the results and, and just hear directly from the from you all. So thanks for joining me uh, today. We're going to come back Thank in just you. a second and uh, talk with Jackie. Thanks, Chuck. Uganda, Sierra Leone, Malawi, the Dominican Republic, Haiti. Since 1995, Children of the Nations is raising children who transform nations. I'm Jim Barker, your Northwest Community Development Manager. COTN is a Christian nonprofit based right here in the Seattle area. Our mission is to raise children out of poverty so they can transform their villages, families, and nations. We serve some of the poorest children in Africa and the Caribbean, and I want to invite you to be part of this ministry. There are many ways you can be involved, from sponsoring a child to packaging meals, even volunteering overseas. If you, your business, your school, or your church would like to be part of this ministry, please contact me, Jim Barker, at cotni.org. People all over the Puget Sound have already seen how God can multiply even the smallest of their efforts to transform children's lives. If you have a heart for the orphaned and destitute, call me today at 360-698-7227 or learn more on our website at cotni.org. Well, this is Heart of the City. I'm Chuck Olmsted, the Director of Local Ministries, and uh, you've been listening to some interesting stories from Children of the Nations, and we're highlighting Children of the Nations for the next few weeks as we talk about uh, not only local ministry but, but national ministry. And on this segment, uh, I have with me Jackie Lang, who's an officer and a board member uh, with Children of the Nations. Jackie, welcome today. Thanks, Chuck. I'm yeah. happy to be on the show. Yeah, it's good to meet you. And and uh, you've uh, been on the board for uh, Children of the Nations for how long now? Uh, about eight years now. Uh-huh. It's been a real blessing for me. And like so many service opportunities, you often think that you're giving, but really you're receiving. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really neat to see God at work through Children of the Nations and being part of that journey. And uh it's it's been wonderful. So I'm happy to be on the show and glad to be able to share about it today. Well, I'm a Facebook friend with a gentleman by the name of John Kim, who I met and uh, at Bellevue Press, and I saw him post on Facebook probably two weeks ago or so now. Just a whole bunch of folks. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of people from Bell Press packaging meals, and yes. you were a part of that. Tell me about it. Well, so we've done for three years now a meal packing marathon at Bellevue Presbyterian Church, where I'm a member, and it is an amazing event. We have just loved it, and what happens is we have about six to 700 people come. We have a morning shift and an afternoon shift, and basically what all these people are doing is packaging dried meals that are essentially put into a plastic bag, they're sealed, they're boxed, and they're shipped to Africa. And it's an amazing event with lots of fun, music playing. It's a great service opportunity. You've got kids as young as three and four years old and all the way up to 80-year-old people. And it's a great service event. And at the same time, it's a huge part of Children of the Nations and their strategy for helping kids around the world who are hungry. So the meals have meaning here in the States when they're assembled. 
and then even more meaning when they're distributed in Africa and to these kids who need the food. And I was watching on Facebook the video, and I saw some of those kids packing those meals, and I thought, uh, well, I'd like for you to share. What what does a child feel like when they know that they're packing a meal for someone across the other side of the world? What kind of an impact does it have on Well, them? I'll say from the perspective of my own three kids, it has an amazing impact. And my kids have loved doing the meal marathons because, well, it Number one, they're fun, but number two, it really hits home that there are kids that don't actually have a meal when they're hungry. And for American kids who typically have food whenever they need it, it's a great story to explain to our own kids, hey, there are kids who are hungry, and then they go to bed and they're hungry, and they don't have the food that they need. So uh, what we've done at Belprez the last couple of years is we've actually offered for the participants in the meal marathon to take a dried meal home with them so that they can cook it in their home and continue the conversation at home with their kids, which is what we've done in our home. And, you know, it's really interesting for kids to stop and think about that, that something mm-hmm. as basic as food is is not necessarily always there. Well, Jim, uh, one thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, you know, Belprez is a really big church, and you said six, 700 people showed up. But a church doesn't have to be that size to to assist with the meal programs, correct? That's correct. It takes about 100 people to pack 15,000 meals in an hour. And so based on that uh, scale, we can put together a, a meal packing event to do 40,000 meals or more. Mm-hmm. So how does that work as far as a church is concerned? Do they provide the the finances? What what what? How do you, if somebody is listening to this and say, oh, I want, I want my church to do that. Well, what do they do? How, how does that work? Well, they can begin certainly by reaching out to COTN and you can find all the info on our website, which is cotni.org, mm-hmm. as you said earlier. Um, but then there's a, definitely a conversation to begin inside your own church, talking about what a great service opportunity is. Uh, the cost ends up being 29 cents a meal. And that covers the cost of the food and then also the shipping, so getting it in a container ship and sent over to Africa. So like Jim said, there's, you, know, you have to estimate how many meals you think you might be able to do and find a, a Saturday morning when you can take over a community center or gym or you know, the sanctuary and you package the meals. And mm-hmm. it's really, really life-giving. Um, one of the thoughts we've had at our church is it really makes the ideal service project because... Number one, it's good for any age. You've got old and young. Number two, it doesn't require a lot of physical strength, like a lot of service projects of yard work or painting a house or whatever require some strength and some skills. Um, Number three, it's very interactive. And so while you're standing at a table dropping dried food into a plastic bag, you're chatting with neighbors and making friends and telling your story. And there's really a community building aspect to it Mm -hmm. where – you know, a couple hours of doing that with, with strangers, by the end of the time, they're your friends. And so our church has really loved it. Uh, the feedback we've gotten after each of our events has just been fantastic. The people love it. They can't wait for the next one. Um, you know, they really talk about how it's impacted them, yeah. and especially their children, which is great. Now, you know, I had mentioned that uh, when I was in the Dominican Republic, I had a chance to see uh, some of those meals at the at the site in one of the villages, uh, you've had that same opportunity over in Africa. Tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, so good question. So last year I had the the lucky opportunity to visit Malawi and also Uganda, where COTN is established. And 
We spent a day in Malawi in a very poor, poor squatter's village called Mitsalitsa. And in this village, COTN does a feeding program where they feed kids twice a day. And it's heart-wrenching how poor and impoverished these children are. And they show up with a battered, scratched, old Tupperware plate. And they line up, and there's hundreds of them. And we make an enormous vat of these dried meals. We prepare them. So they're basically rehydrated. And the kids come through the line, and they get an enormous plate of food. And it's so obvious how much they need the meal. Mm-hmm. And it's... Um, you know, it's great that they're they're getting that food. You're seeing it. And for me, it was very touching to have been at the front end of the process where the meal's packaged and then also at the tail end where you're seeing it distributed and seeing the kids who are grateful for the meal. Um, and so for me, that's that's really been meaningful to mm-hmm. see the whole, the whole cycle of it. I don't want to get off topic here, but, you know, I've got three grown children and uh, probably – one of the regrets I have as a father is that I didn't get my kids to a missions trip when they were young. Mm-hmm. I think that having that larger worldview, mm-hmm. especially in some of these countries, would have helped them see the, the, the importance of what we do here locally, whether it's raising funds or packing meals or that sort of a thing. And and giving our children that opportunity is, is important, isn't it? Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. So my kids are still quite young, but when they get a few years older, I'll be doing doing that. They'll be going somewhere. They'll be Where going somewhere yeah. with COTN for sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it certainly makes your small world here in America seem small when you get out into the big world and you realize the problems that are real problems. Yes. Because we have here in our nice suburban world what I call princess problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... It's great to get out there and see these kids who have literally nothing, and they're sleeping under a park bench, and they don't know where their next meal's coming from. And the thought of even being educated is just, you know, not even on their radar. And so it's really great to see what COTN does in terms of touching on the four parts of care, like Kirsty already mentioned. And the meal packing helps to address the physical and the, the food needs they have, but really COTN is also touching so many other parts of their life too. Yeah. Well, if if you're an individual, uh, maybe you're not a part of a of a larger uh, gr- congregation, but you really want to uh, help children of the nations in some way. Uh, what would you suggest our listeners do? What, what, how do they get a hold of you? What do they do? What what? Uh, how can they can they go on one of these trips? What what, what can they do, Jim? Absolutely, they do. Uh, we send teams out to each of the countries multiple times during the year. The uh, containers go out twice a year to those countries as well. So whether it's an individual, whether it's a family, whether it's a scout group, a VBS group, uh, everybody can participate. And it first starts with prayer. You know, at the end of my life, when, when I stand before God and give an account for my life, what I don't want to hear is when did you ever help the poorest of the poor? When did you clothe the naked? When did you feed the hungry? When did you visit me in prison? This is what we do, is we feed the hungry. We visit them. We are, we are the hands and feet of Jesus at Children of the Nations. And it is just so exciting to have that comfort, knowing that what this organization is doing is the mission God created for it. Yeah. Well, we were talking off uh, um, earlier in the studio before we, we recorded this program about uh, 
whether we should ask people to, to come see your facility. And we recognize that you're over in Silverdale on, on Clear, Creek, Clear Creek Road. And, you know, would people from Seattle uh, come over to see you? And, I, you know, I got to thinking about that, and I'm thinking, you know, as we were just talking with Jackie here about kids, I think if you're a homeschooler or even if you're not a homeschooler, if your kid's in private school or public school or whatever, take them on a field trip. Let them go over there to Children of the Nations and just to see the, uh, there's some a, a warehouse over there, there's materials there, but just to meet the people because there are people, you guys are just like the rest of us, right? You're not some sort of extraordinary people. You're normal people that God's called you to do uh, uh, an extra, no, extraordinary thing and have your children be able to meet some of the staff of Children of the Nation and to hear what the vision is. It could be so exciting uh, to, to do that. And so I want to thank all three of you for joining me today. Meal packaging is a great hands-on way to get involved with children of the nations. It gives you a way to directly meet a basic need for thousands of children. If you'd like to host your own meal packaging event and feed thousands of hungry children in Africa, please give Jim a call at 360-698-7227. You've been listening to this KGNW special, Heart of the City. For more information about how your pastor or ministry can be featured on 820 AM The Word, call Chuck Olmstead at 206-269-6216 or go to 820amtheword.com.